On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about how Magical Dining Month is starting. And we're at American Social, and somebody at Visit Orlando left, and now you can get paid $630,000 if you want to work there. I'm sending my resume in today. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I fell in a rabbit hole. Ada Musherman was chased through a fantasy land by an army of playing cards. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I'll just call you Alice for the rest of this. All right. You like that? I've been called worse. Really? (laughs) Here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And we're outside of the hoods. Yeah, we are. We are at American Social. Yeah, American Social is like an American bar. Yeah, we're here on Sand Lake Road, on Restaurant Row, as they call it. Oh, yeah, and it's fun. I don't get to come out here very often. You're not allowed out here. I am. Actually, they're a part of uh, our Bungalow or Buddy Keyholder program. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can get $5 off any purchase of $25 and $10 off any purchase of $50. All right. Just by showing your keychain. Yeah, so it's uh, right here on Sand Lake Road, and like I said, right here in Restaurant Row, as you said, kind of an American bar, and what you mean by that? They got burgers, they got, they got uh, shrimp, goat like, cheese croquettes. Yeah, they got all kinds of American food. Yeah, they got uh, Burger Monday, five dollar burgers and drink specials. Taco Tuesday, it's all you can eat tacos for fourteen ninety five and four dollar margaritas. Fourteen ninety five for all. How many tacos could you eat, Brendan? Right now, probably three. Oh, that's not very many. All right, you wouldn't do. You would not do well on all you can eat taco night. Normally, I could probably eat six, eight, eight tacos, eight tacos, and these aren't little tiny tacos. No, not artisan tacos. No, no, these are American tacos. Hamburger helper taco. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like you, you pulled the shell out of of the oven and it falls apart when you bite into it. Uh-huh. It's like iceberg That's lettuce. That's how my mom used to make tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should say, if you're familiar with uh, Sand Lake Road, this is where Bar Louie used to be. This oh, place has that. been here for a year, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like places like this because you come here, everybody can look yeah. on the menu and be like, I can find something that I like. Same. Not always the case some Everything's places. socially distant. All the staff are wearing masks. Oh, yeah. We're not. We're not. Because we're eating. Yes. Which is a We're eating while we're talking. Yeah. So how was your week, John? Uh, I had a busy week, Brendan. Tell I, me all about first it. First of all, I installed a little free library. Which I love. Thank you. I, I'm trying to get Scotty to let me do it. And he was like, no, we hate our house. Just just do it. <laughs> don't, don't ask him. I know. Who's the man of your house? <laughs> My dog. <laughs> Bernie so Toppin. So I, I, I got this library actually given to me. By a, a fan of Tom and Dan, shout out to Jason. Okay, and because uh, he had just an extra, one he had on an extra end. one. And it, I guess it had been sitting around their office for like years, and they didn't they didn't know what to do with it. And when I put a call out, hey, does anybody have a little free library? If you're not familiar, a little free library is a it's like a big birdhouse where you put books in it, and people yeah. can donate a- their books. You take a book, you give a book. Anyway, you put it in front of your house, and so he had a free one, so I took it from him. His only request, though, Brendan, what? was that if I take it from him, I have to do something Orlando City related to it. Okay. So I, I promised him I would paint it Orlando City colors. Purple. Purple and gold. Okay. And so I did, 
But in order to do that, I had to go get the paint matched up at Ace Hardware. Oh, they, so they matched the paint for me. <laughs> and if you go to my uh, I Instagram, love that you took it that seriously. Well, if you're going to give me a little free library, to be fair, they're, they're $300 online. Okay. They're expensive. Yeah, yeah. If so you're buying a pre-made one. So you're saving me 300 bucks. I made a really janky one for Dandelion <laughs> Community Cafe. It's still there. Ah. But it's full of like... It be it was supposed to I don't know it was supposed to be a little free library and then it became a seed library and then it became like where people put extra bras and like feminine products. Oh, it's like so it's like the whole all kinds of things. All a million things are in there. Okay, yeah, yours so, looks much better. So mine's out in front of my house. Okay, and uh, I might put some seeds in it. We might put some. Uh, I like that, like toothpaste and soap in it for saw people a that are on in there. Yeah, we had a we, we had a Quran that yeah. we oh. actually got that given to me when I did a video on a mosque. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so my wife actually read most of it. Yeah, and then we didn't need it anymore, and so now it's in there, paying it forward. That's right. All right, I that, love that, that was half my week, Brendan. I want to do it too. What was the other half? The other half was searching for a TV stand <laughs> for my living room. Which, believe it or not, took is so taken hard. Me, what a difficult <laughs> life you lead. <laughs> I live a hard life. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but I, it has to fit specific specifications. Okay. Oh, we're getting some food here now. We got a burger. It's Bobby. We got salmon. Oh, salmon. And we got a massive burger. You guys can see uh, all the pictures of what we're getting tonight on our Instagram, at Orlando Bungalow. Yeah, we're going to eat that at the break. I'm starving. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm looking for this TV stand. But it has to fit specific parameters, not as easy as you think. And so I've been to Renegers, I've been to all the furniture shops. And nothing. N nothing that nothing fits perfect. what I want. Okay. What you should do, John, is, you know, take a picture, put it on the gram. I could. So all of our followers could do it. And I know we have a few followers of the of the show that actually deal with furniture. Okay. So maybe I'm someone will reach out. I'm to have it custom built, too. Okay. It just depends. Like, you know, I, somebody could say, hey, I'll custom build it, but it's going to be $5,000. Well, I can't do that. There's some amazing custom furniture builders I here. know. I know. But I also know I, I have a budget. <laughs> <laughs> so factor, you should just make it yourself. I could do that, Go but it factor. might break quickly. Ah, who cares? So, Brandon, well, how about you? What have you been up to this week? Uh, also a long week. We're, uh, man, what happened? Orlando Weekly Best Of. You won? We got second place Oh, for best publication. Nice. Uh -huh. So basically, wait, who got first? Guess. Orlando Weekly. They did oh, get Oh, so her. basically you won. <laughs> That's great. Congrats. Some people got mad about it, too. How dare they place in their own... Well, they shouldn't. I say like this every, every time. Year. Every year. I say this every time. I yeah. mean, you can't place in your own publication. It's just not fair. I think it's is fair. I don't it's, think so. It's a contest with your own readers. So, like, what better way to gauge if you're doing right by your readers by winning your own contest? I don't know. I just think yeah. it's, I mean, but when you vote, that's probably the first thing you can vote for. I think it's funny when people win for the first time, they're always like, all of Orlando chose me. It's <laughs> like, no, it's Orlando Weekly's readers yes. chose you. Yeah. Not everyone reads Orlando Weekly. Congrats to all the winners. I'm not, yeah, I'm not except for the I ones who, I who really, put on the contest yes. and then win. We work really hard on that monthly print product that goes out our little mini magazine yeah so that's that's what i'm taking okay. that we want it for good. i beat the sentinel which is yeah crazy. that's good you know, at least with orlando weekly readers <laughs> and uh and we also got a special shout out for our drive-in movie series oh nice yeah which was nice too Best i like the editorial what? picks too 
What was what did that like one? Best reason to get out of the house oh. during a pandemic or something. Right. Yeah, they make up their own categories yes. for the editors. That's great. So, so that's been great. And then I also had uh, some brewery tours, which is such a hard word for me to say. Brewery. It's a hard brewery. word. Brewery. Brewery. Not, like I sound drunk. I'm just thinking <laughs> of Arnold Palmer. Um, I went to Motorworks Brewing, which is Have they opened yet? Not yet. They're going to open on. They didn't want me to say. I wasn't allowed to write about it, but I'll tell you as a listener, the 8th is what they're ramping up for. September 8th. September 8th. Okay. They're waiting for their liquor license. They're going to have liquor and beer. Oh, nice. And they're roasting coffee. Oh. And their kitchen, which they've they've completely gutted it, John. When you this, go in there. This is where Orange County Brewers Orange used County to be. Orange County Brewers was there before that. It was and the they Fiat moved up to Seminole County. They did, which I don't think they ever, ever actually opened. Oh, they didn't? I don't oh. think so. I think they, they were supposed that. to move to Seminole. I might Gallery. be wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. But I'm pretty sure they didn't open. But Motorworks, man, it's like they have their logo in neon lights, like on the ceiling, in a really fun, weird way. And they built out a whole deck outside, and their kitchen is enclosed now. Uh, but you can see into it from outside if you're on the street, which is kind of cool. And it's going to be like very veggie forward. So it's like very vegetarian friendly menu. All right. Healthy, uh, plus good, uh, good beer, coffee, and whatever. So that was cool. I remember having their beer. I think at a library event. Oh yeah, I loved it. They came to our. Uh, it was Oktoberfest. Yes, yeah, the Booktoberfest event at the library that we yeah. we sponsored the beer garden and we got all those beer people to come. And yeah. they have a location in Bradenton, I think. Yeah, they're on the coast. Yeah. That's where they're based. And so they're opening one here, and, and I'm excited for it. No expense, and the owner Barry is like young. It's a young dude. He looks younger than me. He, he had probably big, is younger than you. Probably. Yeah. yeah he's living old. life and doing I it do. right. And owning two <laughs> breweries. And I'm like a little blogger doing nothing. Eating, <laughs> eating deep fried goat cheese for dinner. Yeah. So good. Free. Free. So though. good. Giving it to us. <laughs> we're, we're at least winning there. These are decadent. Uh-huh. These They're very good. goat cheese balls. Uh, and then I also went to uh, Persimmon Hollow. They're opening a brewery in the bottom of EON. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, about that. The I like era. their beer, too. They're and up in DeLand, right? They are, and they're killing it. And it's a completely different vibe. Like, the Motorworks one was very modern inside. And and these guys are kind of trying to take DeLand and bring it here. And it's very historical. There's, like, all these old antique doors all over the place. Um, and they're going to be opening, they said, in a couple weeks. I'm guessing end of september because they don't have their co yet versus motorworks which has everything but their liquor license that's great so two brewery tours in one week yeah which is no beer no beer no beer just touring around i would have brought some beers with me and <laughs> hey a little mad actually because they both invited me to come take pictures and when i got there neither of them wanted me to take pictures so i was Aww. like what am i doing here I, I definitely took pictures at both yeah you should yeah like you can't stop. Close, you, you can take close ups. Nobody's gonna know. And then uh, ravenous pig. I went back after we, we recorded we were last, there week. last week for our show. It was so nice. They invited you back. They, yeah, they didn't invite me back. I'm sorry, buddy. That's all right. They invited me for magical dining for the preview because that's magical dining starts today, Friday. Oh. Um, and it's you get three courses, a pre-fee menu, of food. For thirty five bucks, can't beat that. At, like all these participating restaurants. How many they got this year? Any idea off the top I of your head? Like over a hundred. I can't remember. Yeah, can't. and this is a big deal here in Central Florida. If you've never gone to Magical Dining Month, they have, uh, as you said, special menus yeah. where some of these places where normally the food isn't this inexpensive, they sort of 
make it inexpensive so you can get some awesome food for 35 bucks. Sometimes it's the only time I can go to some yeah. of these restaurants. Yeah. Right? It's, it's during Magical Dining, and it's and it's good food, and yeah. they're good portions. Like it's not They're not chintzing on it. No. These are normal dishes. And the whole idea behind this originally was to promote Orlando at a time when yeah. Orlando didn't have a lot of tourists. So right. September, October. I mean, I know that's maybe changed right now. It's pretty rough, but... I mean, that might have changed over the 15 years, but that was the whole idea to to get people out to local restaurants when maybe they weren't traveling or they didn't have a big tourist season. And now it's turned into like a thing here They're in Central Florida. It. Yeah. It's a little sad because Main Street's trying to do their sip and savor thing at the same time, ah. uh, which is like only Main Street businesses. Uh, it's like a drop in the pond compared to Magical Dining. Magical Dining sets their, their S together. It's all Central Florida. Yeah. And usually the, the money, I think like a dollar for every meal goes towards some charity they yeah, pick. This time it's uh, food, food. No, what is that? Not food for thought. Feeding. Feeding Hope Now or. Is that what it is? The one that. Second the, Harvest. Yeah. No, no. No. It's uh, John Rivers. His oh, okay. Florida. What is it? I, I can't. I don't know off the top of my head. Where they're feeding people every weekend. I can't remember what they're all called. Right. Wow. I'm, <laughs> still, right. I'm still so, at seventy-five. All those Arnold Palmers you're drinking. Woo! Things are crazy. And then, uh, if you want to see what I ate at Ravenous Big, go check out our Instagram at Orlando Bungalow, or you can see. But it was crazy. It was so good. And uh, shout out to Phil who took amazing care of us. They have such great servers there. And then. Uh, this is weird. I just got invited to the city of Orlando is putting like they're making digital pictures for their social media of masks on sculptures. Okay. So wait, like, wait, explain like, this. So like the muse sculpture, the face lady, she's like in a hill. Yes, at Lake the one Yola. that keeps getting paint thrown on her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, crazy. So they are doing, um, they're making like photoshopped photos of, those masks of, of those Why sculptures. Why not just put masks. a real mask on it? Well, that's what I said. Yeah, I mean, that would cost like nothing. Nothing. So I was yeah, like, go so to Joanne Fabric, get, I, a, I, get I, a bolt of fabric, <laughs> put some strings around it. That'd be a good idea. John, this is what they do in Detroit all the time with their statue when like the, the, the Detroit Red Wings are in the playoffs, they'll put a big jersey on it. I'm doing it. All right. I heckled them. Good. I heckled, I heckled them three times. There's like, you why don't these like a press mask? conference and Brendan's in the back. Why don't you just put a mask why on it? Put a real one on it. Yeah. And then yeah. more people will see it. Yeah. Then your Instagram feed. Yeah. City of Orlando. And so their digital person was like, you should just run the city. All right. Why don't you do it? You want to do it? Let's do it. And I was like, all right. I'm going to sew myself. I'm not even going to ask you for any money. Uh-huh. I already got tons of fabric I need to get out of my house anyway. <laughs> I don't want to know why. You don't want Well, just <laughs> life, you know? <laughs> I have impulse buys. I buy a, I, I, a garbage bag full of pink fleece. You I need. You might need it. I, you might need it. I'm so excited to so get it out of the house. Uh, and so I'm making a bunch of masks. And my grandpa used to save like old nails and stuff. Yeah. You save old pink fleece. Pink fleece. I got <laughs> I got buckets of nails too. I got <laughs> in my tiny little house. Press on nails, but so, <laughs> <laughs> which you can also see on our Instagram. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited. I think I'm going to be doing that this week. Good. Is that the only statue that gets a mask? No, I'm going to do Audrey Adiola. Which is the little armless woman walking statue at the Publix All right. on uh, Central. I want to do the Muse. I want to do uh, the weird. It looks like a coronavirus <laughs> downtown in the Seaside Plaza. You know what okay. I'm talking about? Across uh, from Wahlburgers? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Not. I think people call it the pineapple. Okay. The, I don't know. I'm not, I can't picture it off the top of I'm my head. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do 
the Statue of Liberty in Ivanhoe Village. Nice. Yeah, so just easy okay. ones. Just and around. I, I got some numbers of people I have to call before I do it so they don't think I'm vandalizing. They're apparently going to tell OPD so I don't get in trouble. Just do it at night in a <laughs> mask. <laughs> Nobody will see you. No. Heat of the heat of the afternoon. I love it. You got to do it when everyone can see it. So that's I'm very excited. Uh, news stuff. Let's talk about we just got yeah. through the first segment. No that's news. all right. Uh, I just I also toured Russell's on Ivanhoe. Oh, yeah. Which I'm is, excited for this. It's a new like casual fine dining restaurant that moved into the Mesa 21 space. It used to be Gargi's Italian. Gar- so it was Gargi's for a long time. Long. And when time. I when I first moved here, that's what it was, and it was. I might have only eaten there once or twice, but I liked it because it's on the it's on the lake there and the sunsets. It's a it's a great spot, but Mesa Twenty One just couldn't make it. Could not make no, it. We and went a few times. We went there for the opening. Were you there on the yeah. opening? It was uh, just a mess. You couldn't get any food. It was. Bu- I mean, the few times I was there, it was busy. It's not. But great. it was never for me. And I, I hope I'm. I hope I'm not upsetting anybody who loved it there. There was nothing that really brought me back. I can get good tacos anywhere. John, it was not great. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah. And, and uh, I was excited for it to go because I knew that something else would come because the city owns that venue. Yes. And they lease it out for like basically nothing to these people who, who come in and operate out of that building. And so I was like, and it's on the water. It's a gr- I mean, there are Beautiful so space. few places in Central Florida that are on the water like that. And why isn't there a deck? I actually asked when on my tour, I talked to the operating manager and I was like, why isn't there a deck that goes out over the water? Uh-huh. Put a dock in here and people can lash their boat up. Yeah. Like, who doesn't want to do that here? I don't know. You'd kill it. Yeah. And he was like, I love it. I'm just too nervous to ask the city. Uh, well, maybe maybe you got to do your thing for a few months before you thinking, start demanding things. So it's called Russell's because it's named after George Russell, who used to own the property back in the day. In the late 1800s, it was a pinery, a pineapple plantation. Really? Yeah. You ever, I just I just harvested a pineapple in my front yard. Very exciting. It took like a year and a half to grow. <laughs> I like I like doing that. I've done it. Yeah, they like they're easy. It was good. I mean, we ended up cutting it and eating it. We thought it was going to be bad because it was kind of brown and kind of kind of uh, stout. And eat another coquette. But uh, it turned out to be delicious. Best one I've ever had. I think in my life. Brown and stout, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so so Russell's it. place. Uh, isn't it owned by the same people that own the porch? That's how it started. I don't think they're affiliated. Anymore. No. Okay. I'm not. I couldn't get a straight answer on that. I think. I think so long as you can have a place that has like burgers and and just like things you can share and beers and maybe some nice stuff too, I think it'll do well because there's yeah. not a, there's none of that right there. I mean, if you were to just go get like a burger somewhere in Mills Fifty, where do you go? And well, Hideaway. Okay, but like, okay, Hideaway's great. I like Hideaway. We've yeah, been yeah. there. But Hideaway this, is also Hideaway. This is more like an extension of people who go to Santiago's. I mean, look at where we are right now. We're here at American Social off of Sand Lake. And like, this is not the Hideaway. They got burgers, but it's a little more elevated, we'll say. Yeah. But but you can feel comfortable in jeans and, and it's a little cub- shorts clubby and too. You know, it's got yeah. like a, yeah, yeah. So I wonder if that's what this place will be like, this Russell's. I think it's going to have more like a Hillstone vibe. You Really? Yeah. That, But that but price But you can point? come in in jeans. You can come in in your flip-flops. Okay. what they said. A lot of tables, maybe too much. We'll see what happens. All right. Yeah. But the price point, I think, will be a little bit less than that. Okay. Are you doing okay? Yeah. 
uh, a hemp cafe. Ooh. Did you hear about this? No. So <laughs> they're gonna have like rope and stuff, and no, oh. like smokable hemp. Smokable hemp. Yeah. Like those guys, I think we talked about this on the show before. There's a local group here, Driftwood CBD, where they make smokable CBD joints. And they'll okay. pre-roll them and sell them. That's a big thing right now. And apparently it's under a certain amount of THC, so it's legal. Like 3%, I think, is the cap. I don't know. But it'll still get you messed up. So people smoke them, and they sell them at like fest- music festivals and farmers markets and things now. Okay, you, you can just get these pre-rolled CBD joints and like have a day. So wait, they're open in a shop? They there is a it was called the Vinyl Cafe when it first opened. Oh yeah, right there on Colonial. Mm-hmm. And then it became Mama Juana Bistro. Yeah. This is right across the street from the Orlando Sentinel building between Orange and uh, Robinson. By the 7-Eleven and, yeah, yeah. and Uncle Tony's Donuts. Yeah, right there. And so this is like a new concept. This guy keeps flipping through concepts. He, I, I like that he tries to do things. And so this one is called Vinyl Cafe. Yes, there will still be vinyl and discs and funky it's things kind happening. It's a cool space in there. They have like a lot yeah. of little rooms and you can go and... He wants it's going to be Dutch fries, so f- French fries from like Amsterdam. Oh, so just a bunch and of you can add uh, mayonnaise with them, <laughs> mayonnaise and ketchup. Yeah, and you can get CBD oil on the side. All right, and like add it to your interesting. Food. And then they also will smell pre sell pre rolled joints, CBD joints, all CBD joints, and you can smoke totally CBD legal. Joints. Yeah. All right. Apparently. All right. I bought them at markets. <laughs> that doesn't make Next it legal. It's because you bought them. <laughs> <laughs> Out of a guy's trunk, trunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds totally legal. So it's called Vinyl Cafe. It's located at 75 East Colonial Drive. Yeah. Check it out. Okay. It's only open 9 p.m. until 2 a.m., so it's a late night Whoa. spot. Mm-hmm. I'm in bed. You're in I'm bed? already in bed. Nine. You won't, you won't go get your CBD smoke no, on? No, no. Okay, you know what? Take a break. Let's take a break. We're gonna eat this food it here at so American good. Social, uh, and then we'll come back and we'll yeah. talk about like Disney Park employees and stuff. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. D&D with the library will be on August 31st. Take a virtual adventure with some digital dice throwing while playing the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons & Dragons. Discuss a short story from Kelly Link's Pretty Monsters and learn the real stories behind Orlando's Greenwood Cemetery. The Wrong Grave and Real Cemeteries, a virtual event on September 3rd, is part of the NEA Big Read. Hidden Orlando, Secret Spots and Local Haunts is another new Big Read event. Local influencers like Brendan O'Connor of Bungalower and the Bus will tell you about their favorite spots during this virtual program on September 5th. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I think your tractor's sexy, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You like that song? You like that country I song? I think your tractor's sexy. Yeah. It really turns me on. <laughs> We're here at uh, American Social tonight. Amer- I, you're singing country music. We're kind of at a, it's not a country bar. No. But I feel proud to be an American but here. There's some like America vibes oh, here. Oh, yeah. We're, we're eating off an American flag right here. Not uh, theoretically. Not theoretically. Well, it's a it's a butcher board. Yeah, it's 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 not a real American it's a flag we're board with an of. American flag on hypothetically. it. Hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically. <laughs> Do you want to start over? I don't no, want to get in trouble. No, I love it. With a plot like it's a boat full of donuts. Yeah, we got some donuts. So we had uh, a burger, we had salmon, we had all kinds of great stuff, and then they brought the dessert, like peanut butter and chocolate brownie, and it's donut too holes. Much. Too much. Too much. It's really good. Like that's why. It's it's just too good. Yeah. Well, we keep asking, like, yeah, yeah, bring it out, and no. then they bring it out. We're like, oh, you oh, shouldn't no. have brought it out. Too much. <laughs> but yeah, we're here on Sand Lake Road, over kind of near I Drive, Restaurant Row, here Not at American far. Social. And I have to say, this was the easiest drive I've had on I I four in a long time. Well, part of that I think is COVID, but I think part of it also is that because of the I four Ultimate, like the lanes are a little bit better now. For stretches, yeah, yeah. For, between downtown and, and Sand Lake, that wasn't hard. I don't care what they do between uh, Seminole County and Lake County. <laughs> I can care less. Can care if they less. can just make it from my house to where <laughs> I want to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. Just uh-huh. be done with that part and then fix the other part. Take my, 20 years for all I care. My boss, Matt, who owns Bungalow, he always he's a firm believer in flying cars. And yes. he really thinks all we're right. all going to have flying cars soon. But so like, there's no need to do all these big fixes on no, our interstates. no. <laughs> you, do you really think pe- people could barely drive? You're gonna let them fly? I don't. That's you crazy would need, talk. It, you would need like a different class of license. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and then some people would get it, and some An people XYZ wouldn't. license. Oh yeah, not everybody would be able to. No, do it. I wouldn't. No, I probably would. What? I'm a pretty good driver. But could you fly? I don't know. I've never. I've never tried. It's too much. Too many options. Yeah, because you can go anyway. Yeah, I like point A to B. Yeah, I don't need, like, an XYZ point in there. Okay. It's too much. I'll end up on Mars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody's going every other way. I don't want to do that. It's too chaotic. What were we talking about before the break? Uh, I don't remember. I've had so much food. I had a lot. Oh, hemp cafes. Oh, we yeah. We talking about that new hemp cafe that just uh, it's opened up. Uh, the CEO of Visit Orlando has resigned. I know. I kind of want to apply for this job. <laughs> Less based on my qualifications, more based on the salary. Say how much the salary was. $630,000. For one year. I don't, that's a, <laughs> yes, Brendan, that's a year. They don't, that's not a lifetime. That's like all I'm going to make in a lifetime. Probably. This Okay, so George Aguel. So it's a, so he was the CEO yes. of Visit Orlando, and Visit Orlando is the tourism capital bureau of the world for Orlando. Yeah, they're tasked, and it's paid primarily from tourist T- tax dollars, yep. right? From Which, your hotel taxes a lot hotel of Hotel taxes. Which is, Dropped what ninety seven percent in April. A lot, it dropped yeah. a lot, and so now Mr. Eggwell has come out to say I'm leaving. Yeah, he, he I want says to spend more that. Time I with family. He, yeah, he said he wanted to spend more time with his family, which I'm reading as uh, the board baby probably said we can't afford you. Possibly, we need you to take an early retirement. Okay, it's how I'm reading it. There's nothing to say that it's just me looking for things that probably aren't there. Yeah, we have no idea. No, but what I do know is he was getting paid. He got paid six hundred thirty thousand dollars last year for that gig. Nobody's retiring from six hundred thirty thousand dollars a year to market Orlando, no. which markets itself. Well, I mean, somebody needs to be in charge. 
Yeah. And you need to, like, I know it's, it doesn't really market itself. It takes a lot of work to get it. It does. I, I keep making fun of Visit Orlando. I'm just really <laughs> jealous. I'm just jealous. You want them to hire you yeah. for a sixth of the salary. I would. <laughs> a tenth of the salary. I can't even imagine. Six, even just 65000 I would be very happy with 65000 <laughs> right. But six hundred and fifty thousand—it's a lot. It's a lot of money. I mean, it is. And I've said this before on from our show. publicly funded coffers, Pu- private, private and public, semi. It's because I think some uh, like businesses chip in, right? Oh, I'm yeah. They have to buy memberships. Yeah, yeah, and then and then they really only promote the membership businesses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't. Right. They don't promote you know mop. I mean, maybe a little bit tangentially. Yeah, but they don't. They don't really uh, which uh, promote mom and pop place up in Sanford. If you're getting. If you're publicly funded, you're using publicly funded dollars, you should be promoting everybody who wants to get promoted Yeah, in the region that you're hired to promote. You know, it shouldn't just be the big hotels. Uh-huh. I get that because they have, you can yeah, get Maybe they get first dibs because they're chipping in as well. I want more. I think it needs to be retooled. I never really paid attention until uh, I started reading Scott Maxwell stuff years ago, and he has just been all over them i think i mean yeah I, yes yes he has and i know his big criticism is you know it's a public it's partly funded by public dollars so it should be more open to kind of where this goes yeah. and how things are paid and i mean i i get that uh yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a lot of money for one job it's a lot and, of money what i was gonna say brendan i've said this on that the show before very far i've said this on the show before i I don't berate people for making money at their jobs. I do. I don't. I, you might, but I don't. <laughs> I, you know, if somebody wants to pay you that, go ahead. I guess, and and I wouldn't turn it down if somebody said, "Hey, Brendan, no, no, we're going to give you six hundred thousand dollars a oh, year." I would say, "Heck yes, give me that money." Yeah, and so and it's a C-suite level. You know, this is an executive level it is. position. Yes, for a region. You know, it's one of the most traveled regions in the world. Yeah, so I get the dollar amount being assigned to it. I was just. I'm still shocked that that he stepped down or that he resigned or that yeah, that's and how that much he got paid is. that how much I want to I was I would love to see where all those dollars go. Yeah. Is it one person getting paid that right. And then what are his duties as CEO? Like, I don't know. Schmoozing. <laughs> right? I mean, that's partly it. Right? Probably I, when you're at that level, you're not the one checking the Instagram feed. No, you know, you're like, no, you pay people to do that. Yeah, you're going around cutting checks and pointing fingers and everybody does it. But I would love to know more about what Visit Orlando does and maybe I should be more involved. And I know they, they don't technically market to us because we live here. Their marketing is across the country and across the world during normal times. Yeah. It's funny because you see them like back to Instagram. This is how I interact with them the most. If they see a really, like they follow the hashtags, right? And if they see a really good photo, they're asking you, hey, can I use your photo? On our feed. And they have a huge following. Oh, yeah. Like 2 million oh, or something. At least. It's yeah, it's huge. Facebook. So it's 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 big, but they also have enough money to maybe throw a little honorarium someone's way. You maybe. Know? Hey, yeah. we want to use your photo. We're going to pay you 100 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're going to pay 100 bucks to reshare your Instagram feed. Yeah. That's huge. And that goes a long way. Totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I, I just think there's more they could be doing. And you're right. They have a huge yeah. reach. I mean, you think of people that live in the middle of uh, England that are coming to Orlando, where are they going to go first? Visit Orlando.com because they want to know what's here. Right. I get that. I mean, I've traveled places and I go to the tourism website. And then you look at their events and stuff. It's always like the boring events and I just want to help them. (laughs) I guess I want to be more engaged. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to ask me. Maybe that's why I I don't think they're going to ask you when you 
keep saying these bad things about oh, him. I when people call me out on things, uh-huh. I generally want to f- find out why and see if I can improve. Yeah, I, I feel like except yeah. for this one lady that yelled at me <laughs> about the way that bungalow was designed the oh, other day. Really, she couldn't find anything, and I was like, "There's a search bar, lady." Yeah, it's called Google. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> but I didn't say that. I was what was like, she looking for? What was she looking for? Uh, a story I put up. Oh, about Russell's. I was oh. like, check it out on check it out on Bungalow.com if you want more information. And okay. she comments, I wish things were easier to find on Bungalow. And well, like, lady, listen here, boomer. Scroll. <laughs> scroll with your mouse yeah. and find it. You'll Sorry. figure it out. Tangent. Uh, <laughs> Lion's Pride. Actually, roundabout way. Church Street. Church Street. Not doing great. No bars are right now. No, but Church Street primarily is bars, right? Yeah. Ceviche closed. Closed. Uh, I think Pepe's is still open. Pepe's Cantina. Which they, I like their food there. Harry Buffalo's I think is still open. Okay. Ceviche closed. Lion's Pride apparently has closed. Really? Yes. Which I asked them a week ago and they said, no, no, we're just waiting until sports start. <laughs> and then Blue from Blue La La Entertainment, you know, she used to have the venue in Ivanhoe Village. Announces that she's taken over Lions Pride. I saw the address. I wasn't sure if that was the space. It is. I immediately looked it up, and I was like, "What is happening? This guy <laughs> just lied to me, which drives me crazy." Yeah, don't lie. Just to me. tell Brendan just O'Connor your secrets. Yeah, and then I'll tell everybody else. Share <laughs> <laughs> your secrets so I can share them. What's so hard about that? I just don't like being lied to. If he had told me like, "Oh, we're doing something else." We'll tell you later. I would. I, I don't, hear that, that all place. Time. That place never really took off. I no. don't feel like, and it was okay. I was only. I, I've I've only been there three or four times. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope I'm not saying anything out of turn. I was never super impressed by it. It's I on like Church Street by the train tracks. I'm not, a, I'm not a diehard soccer fan. Yeah. But I don't even know if it attracted like tons of people on game nights to watch the games. Did no. it? No, because you could just be at the game. Right? Well, I'm mean, even, yeah. but like an away game. Like, would you oh, go true. watch a no, away game there? No, and it's and they had like all the seats. I think what Blue is going to do, they're, they're calling it House. How spelled funny? Yeah, the umlaut's on the wrong letter. <laughs> it looks like House. Did you did you point that out? Oh, it's none of my right. business. I'll just talk about it on the radio. House, <laughs> House. How? So it's spelled like H H A U S, and there's an umlaut over the A. I thought it was an O. No, H A. You're supposed to say house, 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 like German house. All right, house of blue. Yeah, and it'll right. be. She does burlesque stuff. That's what yeah. they used to do. And at the alternative venue. theater, maybe. Alternative theater. Is that a is, is that a fair way to say that? Yeah. Okay, that's an accurate description. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I you're not gonna see nice. Mary Poppins there. Maybe Mary no. Poppins and I saw a beautiful <laughs> production called "The Boy Who Stole the Sun" there during Fringe. Uh huh. Which still is like stuck in my teeth. Cry. So good cried a little bit yeah Yeah, yeah. i saw a really good show there during fringe where it was like all it wasn't puppets it was like like cutouts not on the screen not like shadows Uh uh-huh dioramas it was like all dioramas marchand that was a cool one the guy who did that is marchand and he talks like this probably yeah okay he had like video cameras and stuff that was a good show he's from la and he had it was like a pop-up book yeah it went into was it about a, a fat lady who eats chocolate I don't remember. I just so remember good. that part. Anyway, he's amazing. So she's opening a venue. Opening a venue. Call the house. She promised she'd tell me everything soon. I'll hold her to it because I—that's my job. Any idea when this will actually open? No idea. Okay. I know nothing about it except that she's been looking for a new spot for the venue. That's what it's going to be. Good. Um, and then just up the street, a, a Lee's, Ooh. which took over Rusty Spoon. 
uh, has closed. Yeah. And it really only opened in March. Tough right? times, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. Can you blame them? No. <laughs> and I, I shouldn't laugh. I've been dealing with these guys since they took over, and they're just, we're not friendly. Really? Me. And I can generally tell how long someone will be open. Uh, depending on how friendly they are to yeah. you. The, the bread and friendly index. Yeah. If, you're, <laughs> if you are open to someone contacting you to promote your business. Yeah. And your immediate reaction is no. <laughs> then like, good luck. Yeah. Is what I have to say. This generally like, I, I know in my gut, that's what's going to happen. When this was happening, I just didn't, they just did not care about any news. Yeah. And then during the pandemic, they tried to get me to come do a tasting, but like on a very specific date, two months in advance. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to book two months in advance to come eat your soup. You know, if you want me to come by, I can come by tomorrow or the next day. Let's yeah. figure it out. And they didn't like that answer. Oh. It had to be how they wanted. Well, and you just can't be that specific when you're trying to open a restaurant. Or you can just, I'm not going to be there. No. <laughs> and now they're closed. And it's a shame because I actually went in there once when it was raining and had an amazing sandwich and soup. And it was delicious. But everybody was just kind of hanging out in the front because they didn't feel comfortable sitting in the back in the restaurant. Everybody was clustered up at the front. Yeah. And it's a big space. And and the people who own 55 West are not cheap. No. You know, they they will charge you some money for rent. So and the thing is, it's crazy because, like, there's a lot of turnaround with those buildings. So yeah, the people that are paying this premium to have a space in on Church Street. But, like, what's the longest running business on Church Street right now? Hamburger Mary's. Okay. And or Chiller's, Chiller's. probably up there, too, or Latitudes. Yeah. Chiller's, Cahoots. Which, that's another story. They, the owners of those, what, it's that V Group? Yeah. They just sued. Sued the state. The state to try to get reopened. They said, And nope. the judge said, no. Nope. We're not yeah. letting you. And meanwhile, Church Street, the Main Street, crickets, because they're trying to launch their new massive Main Street that involves Paramore. I feel like they're just leaving Church Street in the dust. I, I'll say this every episode, man. Close it down. Close the street to traffic. Make it a pedestrian boulevard, fill it with picnic tables, and let people order from their drinks and food from in those businesses and take it outside. Yeah. There's no reason. I think the problem, I think they're, the one issue you have with that is what if you get 10,000 people that show up? Then what do you do? I Not worry about it? No, you monitor it just like you, and that's what Church Street can be doing. Okay. They have security. 55 West has security walking that plaza every day all day. Yeah. You know. Get someone else on. Make sure people are social distancing. Get a social, the social distancing ape from yeah, Gatorland to come out and call it a day. I like the idea of, like you said, closing it off, putting tables out and say, you're right. Here's here's a space to eat your food. It's a little hot in Florida right now. But, but you, not, know, you know, I think people do it at night. Evening, it'd be nice. String lights over the, you know, close it at night thing. There's not going to be that much traffic going up Church Street at night. No. Close it in the evening. Yeah. I think this idea of having like parties maybe ain't a great idea like you might do on Church Street, but having a beer and walking around, I don't think that's a bad idea. What we're seeing a lot of other cities, cities who have their stuff together. You uh, almost swore there, Brendan. I did. I said the S word. Because I got some passion and building in me. I'm about to get on a soapbox. It are, they're setting aside, they're identifying areas near clusters of businesses where you can support those businesses but take that stuff outside 
We talked about it last week. Deland with their open container oh, yeah. uh, ordinance. You got to buy passed. a cup and you can walk around. Get a special cup and you can walk around. But certain hours. Certain out Fridays and Saturdays. Great but idea. And they're also going to have little public plazas that they're building out. They're closing some streets, adding picnic tables, and making it areas where you can congregate safely while supporting local businesses. There is no reason why that hasn't happened in downtown Orlando. Do you think, do you think part of it is, is the size of Orlando makes it a challenge, whereas no. Deland's a smaller city, so maybe they can do that a little faster, a little easier? No, I just think there's no... There was obviously a, somebody there in Deland to champion that moving forward, right? Yeah. What, happen, what Orlando needs is somebody at City Hall to say, I'm going to make this happen and put my name on the line to make this happen. And, and, and I think we had mentioned this before about if you did that, you probably couldn't just do it in downtown because like somewhere on, on, yeah, yeah. Dude, all the might say, well, we want to do that or, or Milford or Ivanhoe or whatever. And they should. And, and that's, and I love me some main streets. I work with them all. I work with all the managers. I'm going to get in trouble here. But it's just not their wheelhouse to do things like this. I mean, right? they shut down the streets in College Park to do their jazz. Yeah, fest to do jazz. Do their... But they don't know. They don't know how to like. It's College Park people. Uh, the College Park partnership is they're great at hosting events, but but coming up with a way to sustainably support their businesses long term through a pandemic, not in their wheelhouse. No, right? well, nobody's wheelhouse, honestly. Nobody's I, had to deal with this. I think not to say that you can't think but of there, ideas. We have toolkits. We have like we have a great nighttime economy manager who was just part of this amazing, game changing report about how to reopen cities at night and support bars and restaurants yeah. reopening in a pandemic. And I'm not seeing any of that being put to, into practice here in the city of Orlando. You could and probably dip crazy. your toe in somewhere and be like, "All right, you don't have to do this all over the Orlando, but we're going to try it." On but one that's, street, and that's what they're saying. Orlando. And that's what they're saying with the cul-de-sac at Osceola in front yeah. of World of Beer, not cutting it, you know. And Thornton Park is running that, so but they're overwhelmed. They don't know what to, to do there, and there's not enough businesses nearby in that area to support an outdoor plaza. And they have to move the furniture every day to make room for the uh, delivery trucks uh-huh. to come in every morning to restock World okay. of Beer. So it just doesn't. It's not conducive to that. But there are like. I don't know. There's that empty lot across from Orlando Weekly downtown by Dapper Duck. Yeah. Could easily be made into a public plaza. Totally. Take yourself outside. Go eat over here. Totally. Are people, are, maybe they're afraid of homeless people. But at this point, like, who cares? You need to. We need to have these pieces there to support these businesses. And I know it'll work. I know it'll work. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, the, another good spot would be an Autobahn Park where... Um, Park Avenue CDs is. You can just use that whole parking lot. Use say, that whole parking we're lot. We're just shutting this parking lot off, putting some tables out. Yeah. You can get food at. We'll park at the school. Yeah. I do all the time. We just play hockey. We can't save everything, though. It's true. It but is very true. Talk about it multiple times on the radio, hoping that somebody will listen somebody. and make it happen. Uh, people are hurting. Totally. Let's Let's help them. I agree. All right, John. <laughs> uh, Disney Park employees, they're on indefinite furloughs. They're being extended. Super tough. Uh, Disney's sending out emails to furloughed employees. They're already furloughed, telling them, hey, this is probably for a while yet. You're not, we're not bringing you back. Um, you've, but been out, you've been out to Disney, right? I went to Disney Springs, and it was, it was busy. Oh, yeah. But I felt safe. Yeah? Yeah. 
I haven't been out there. A little different. I haven't been out there. DeSantis is saying he wants to increase how many people that the parks are allowing inside. Really? Yeah. He wants to increase the capacity, bring it back up. Thinks that's a good thing to do right now. Uh, We'll see how that goes. (laughs) F dot. Did you hear about this? So the Florida Department of Transportation uh, wants to extend the SunRail to Deland. Okay, I did kind. I saw the headline on this. I found this interesting. And then, but the Central Florida Commuter Rail Commission said they don't want to. They just want to use the money maybe for other projects. Okay, because like like Deland doesn't really want it, right? Deland doesn't really want it either. Yeah, but they're kind of that's interesting because they're built around rail a railroad. So it could be really cool. From the 1870s, probably. Yeah, like Winter Park was, too. Yeah. But that's cool, because then you can go right downtown uh, on the rail, right? Yeah. That could also work with they the They probably don't want to be on the hook to pay for it one day. No. And it and really, the demand isn't there. Yeah. And what they should be doing is doing it, maybe extending it to the Tourist airport. Tourist areas. Or the airport. Yeah, just have it go directly to the airport. Yeah. To that transportation hub. That would be, and, and supposedly, it might one day. But thought is saying, the Florida Department of Transportation, they're saying, well, uh, what are these other special projects you want to do, Commission? And if you don't tell us soon, we're just going to build it to land anyway. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Because, like, this is the year or next year is when all these cities are going to have to start paying for SunRail. When I was on the first ride of SunRail, uh-huh. we did a live broadcast from the Orlando Sentinel with an iPad, I think. And I had a microphone and we're interviewing people. <laughs> But one of the big things was when they opened that was after, I think, seven years, that's when the cities had to start chipping in because it was paid for for seven years. Well, seven years is now. And now these cities are going to have to pony up. Are they going to start ponying up? Is is Maitland going to say, yeah, we'll we'll chip in? I think they were hoping. I think the city of Orlando was hoping or in the Orange County was hoping with that transportation tax uh, sent thing that was going to come through that that would help pay for it and, and that just got pushed back to the last next year because and of i'm sure COVID. they thought it would it would you know I, i'm not advocating that transportation systems need to make millions of dollars but i think they were hoping it would maybe be making a little bit more than it is now john we're out of time oh uh it's record store day this weekend so go support your local okay. record shops i'll do that they're extending it over three months one day a month so you can shop your, your drop uh, Orlando Permaculture is having a plant swap and sale at Audubon Park Covenant Church. You basically get free plants. Cool. And uh, Corsets and Cutie is cel- celebrating their 60-year anniversary party with Burlesque at Oviedo Mall. Oh. All of these things will be on our event calendar. Thanks for tuning in. And thank you to American Social. I also got to say, go to Favo this next week. Go check out the the Faith Arts Village. Faith Arts, it's an old hotel on yeah. Colonial. This transition. First into, Fridays, they're back. Yeah, they're back. Yes. Awesome. So All thank right. you, American Social. Everything was great. Food was great. We'll see you guys next week.